What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. All right, here we go. It's BB Today, 96.3 News Radio, KKOB. Uh, thanks for being with us on this Friday afternoon. Brandon Boat producer Mike Trujillo, he's putting in a long, hard day today. He's uh, he's going to be with uh, TJ coming up later this afternoon as well uh, here on News Radio, KKOB. Um, and we'll start with this this hour. We'll take your calls, 505-243-3333 uh, on APD, and a lot of people may not have realized this, but they, they've been in some hot water, and it's for their, I guess we would call this uh, community engagement, perhaps, and it, in, in particular, it's the Twitter account. Now, with Twitter, with all sorts of social media, it's a little bit anonymous, like you can kind of hide behind the facade unless you're a public person. Uh, if somebody knows who you are, you're a politician, you're a well-known um, celebrity or whatever the case may be. But even those people, they, they kind of hide behind their teams. And then institutions can also kind of hide behind things too. Now with APD, there's there's a couple of different official APD sites. I mean, there's the APD has their own Twitter account. Uh, Chief Medina has his own Twitter account. And then there's the public information officer. And right now it's Gilbert Gallegos. And there is, and this is, that's why I call this kind of bad community engagement because public information officer, that's exactly what we think that, that it is. It's not just corresponding with news outlets and journalists. It's also the public at large. And what APD is uh, is engaging with with people, and the the pers- the front man for that is Gilbert uh, Gallegos, and it, it appears that his temper has gotten the best at him at a few different times. Whenever uh, uh, he, I guess, got pushed, he thinks he got pushed a little bit too far. And he's the guy that's in charge of this Twitter account. Although, again, okay, let me take that back. 
obviously he's the public information officer and this is his Twitter handle. But again, there's a bunch of people that work in that office. Who knows? But he should be the guy that takes the fall for this when there's a problem. And it is very rare that you get on the, the city council, the Albuquerque city council, that you get Louis Sanchez, who is um, very moderate, albeit conservative, still registered Democrat. And then you have the very progressive Pat Davis. Pat Davis, Louis Sanchez. Complete opposites on most things that come come down through the Albuquerque City Council. Totally different ideologies. Uh, both serving on the Albuquerque City Council. They're actually agreeing. Uh, both of them found common ground on this, that APD's behavior, or at least the behavior of APD from their, their public information office, was unacceptable in some of these uh, these tweets. Um, and this is kind of the, the front door of community policing, how you're looked upon. And you're not just targeting or, I mean, it's on social media, everybody can see it. You may have gotten mad at somebody that they put something that was either untrue or shouldn't have been tweeted at APD or the APD public information officer, but everybody sees it and you're not having a one-on-one conversation. You're having a one-on 900,000 conversation, one on all the people in the Albuquerque metro area or the people that pay attention to this stuff. I want to get your thoughts on this, 505-243-3333, because it's very rare to have Pat Davis on the left and Luis Sanchez on the right, both on the Albuquerque City Council, uh, agree on something. And what they're agreeing on uh, is something that I think all of us uh, who live or work in the city of Albuquerque should be concerned with, and that is how APD is conducting themselves uh, for for folks uh, that are looking to get information or even criticism. I mean, you're in the public eye, you're going to get criticized 100%, and that goes for any institution, and especially a police department, from both sides, the right and the left, and many things that, that know no political aisle, right? All right, 505-243-3333. We'll also uh, get your text on this. Uh, same number, but KOAT actually looked into this too because they've been keeping track of this. And that's the thing about social media. It's really hard to, uh, to, uh, to, to cover it up. There is a trail. The digital trail is always there, and people are cataloging everything that goes through social media, especially with these, uh, these high-profile accounts. And in this case, it's the... APD public information officer, and the person who that is right now is Gilbert Gallegos. So KOET sat down with uh, Chief Medina to talk about this. And I, for one thing, I found it odd that the public information officer didn't have the guts to sit down with KOAT and do the interview himself. Or maybe he wanted to, and then Chief Medina stepped in, or somebody in City Hall, because we know that's where they take their direction from, told him, Medina, you take this interview. Because Gilbert Gallegos is not interviewed here. He is the public information officer. This went all the way to Chief Medina 
Uh, he's the one that talked to KOAT. Here's a little bit of that story uh, here on News Radio KQB. Look at these tweets. Calling out your BS is a public service. You only complain and never offer solutions. Your racism aside, we've charged 99 murder suspects this year. All of these tweets come from the official Albuquerque Police Public Information Officer account. And two city councilors who are former police officers are calling it inappropriate. And they say it needs to stop. I, I think this crosses a line. This isn't community policing. If the department thinks that harassing and intimidating people is community policing. They're on the wrong path. But it doesn't appear these tweets are going to stop anytime soon. And at times, yes, we push back, and sometimes people don't like the way we push back. Um, have you ever felt that a tweet by that account was inappropriate? I think that they were appropriate for the individuals that they were uh, meant for. Uh, there are some individuals who politically, uh, for political reasons or for a variety of reasons, uh, resort to cyberbullying, which is something real, <laughs> and I don't think that it's, it's necessarily fair. My company is the largest landlord in Albuquerque. We want what is best for Albuquerque, because that's also what is best for us. Doug Peterson is one of those individuals, and at times he takes to Twitter. I was vehemently complaining about a lack of response that my company has been getting from HPD, uh, mostly about property crime. Recently, Peterson posted this tweet and spoke to the media about his frustrations over crime and homeless downtown. In response, the APD public information officer account said, you only complain and never offer solutions, and that he was only being political. Uh, the information that I put out there is straight from our properties and what we're experiencing. Doug Peterson, uh, what surprise. Uh, you know what, Doug Peterson, after we pushed back on Doug Peterson, he never made another post against our officers and the work that our officers conduct hard every single day. Peterson says Weird he's break. never attacked officers, just the policies from Mayor Tim Keller and Chief Medina, and he is still posting about crime in downtown. I have supported APD and I still support APD very much. This is from 2019, where for the third year in a row, my company had supported the police gala to the tune of $5,000 a year. All right, that's a little bit from KOET, and I'll play some more for you. We'll take your calls, 505-243-3333. Just kind of the, the, the language that Chief Medina is using here, uh, I, I, I think when you think about he needs to be engaging the public, and we need, why have we politicized the police department, for one thing? I mean, that, that's one thing. Because like politicians, now the police department can't admit when they're wrong. Because Chief Medina, definitely, you should uh, read some of these, and, and uh, uh, KOET presented it to him. Some of these, totally out of line. I don't care how you were pushed. You need to be the bigger person, APD, public information officer, Gilbert Gallegos, or whoever was writing on that account that day. You got to be the bigger person and say, just not respond to it or take a little bit different of a tact. But when you, when you heard the chief Medina in his own words there, and you heard his verbiage and, and how he was acting on this too, especially when they, uh, when they told him about Doug Peterson or they presented some of the Doug Peterson tweets, the disdain in his voice and the videos up on uh, KOET.com. You can take a look for it for yourself too. And you can see the body language. But you could hear the disdain in his voice, like, oh, Doug Peterson, what a surprise. Doug Peterson is one of the 
the makers in the city of Albuquerque. Doug Peterson is wealthy enough to pack everything up and move someplace else. He still believes in Albuquerque, and he's still there trying to make a difference. And in the commentary from Medina, is, well, he doesn't offer any solutions. Just, just read his Twitter account, because he does offer some solutions. Now, you may not like it, and folks at City Hall who run APD now may not like it, some of the things that he says, but he is giving creative criticism sometimes and also giving you some solutions, whether or not you're going to take his advice or, or not. I mean, that's up to you. But the, the chief of police shouldn't have that kind of disdain for anybody uh, that lives or works in the city of Albuquerque, in particular, somebody that is employing a whole lot of people in this city when he would probably make more money if he packed up and went someplace else. Uh, because Albuquerque needs a guy like Doug Peterson a whole lot more than Doug Peterson needs Albuquerque. And I, that's what I was shocked at, even a little bit more so than these these tweets that have uh, now seen more of the light of day that have been kind of exposed here um, uh, through, uh, through these stories. Uh, just how how glib Chief Medina has been on this thing. And also, such a weird flex there uh, for Chief Wiggum to, to all of a sudden say, well, when we started pushing back against uh, Doug Peterson, oh, he stopped, he stopped doing everything. He stopped, uh, he, he stopped uh, uh, criticizing us whenever, whenever we pushed back. What business do you have pushing back on, on somebody who's a business owner in this city, a uh, property owner in this city, who is just trying to make things a little bit better, who's seeing his investments increasingly become devalued because the police, uh, the police, um, a, the police department in this town is being run from city hall and they're making all of their decisions based through, uh, what's ever good politically for Tim Keller, instead of doing the right things. Many of the times, 505-243-3333 number to get in or to get some of your thoughts on this, because you should be uh, upset, uh, not so much from the tweets, which was, you know, you only complain and never offer solutions, going out to somebody, uh, calling somebody a racist, and then uh, calling out your BS is our public service. That came from APD public information officer. That coupled with um, uh, Chief Medina, I mean, kind of, uh, he's just so ho-hum about uh, about. Doug Peterson, because Doug Peterson cares enough to actually point out many of the things that are wrong with this city hall run police department. We'll get your thoughts on this. 505-243-3333 coming up next. Also, what was the real issue that got Pat Davis from the left and Louis Sanchez on the right to actually agree on what's happening through this Twitter feed. I'll have that for you next on News Radio KKOB. All right, it's BB today, News Radio KKOB. Thanks for being with us. Um, before we get back into the uh, APD tweet storm that's been stirred up here, I want to let you know um, yesterday we had Nikki Panagopoulos on uh, talking about the, uh, the Dawson Remembrance Project that. Uh, a mining accident that happened a hundred years ago. We got a tremendous amount of feedback on that. And if you want to learn more, 
uh, I put some of the information on my Facebook page, uh, Brandon Vote, and it's the Dawson National Remembrance Project, and that's happening Sunday at 3 o'clock. So all the information's up there on my Facebook if you're uh, interested in that. And we'll take your calls, 505-243-3333, on, on what's happening here with APD and uh, the public information officer, Gilbert Gallegos. He's he's the guy that's in charge of that account. Um, and, of course, there's a little bit of plausible deniability. Maybe it wasn't him that put all these tweets out there. Whatever it was, it was somebody employed by APD. And how they handled this is also even more curious because – uh, why didn't Gilbert Gallegos have to, he is the public information officer. Like he's literally the guy who they have hired to be between APD and the media and the public. And he won't even do the interview with KOAT and, and they have the chief go fight his fight for him. I find that a little weird. Don't you? Uh, and also, one thing I, I found interesting, which is a good thing, uh, you have common ground here from Pat Davis on the left, Luis Sanchez on the right. They're coming together in this moment and saying, this is unacceptable uh, uh, for, for APD to be handling themselves on the Twitter exchange uh, like this, which, I mean, I, I we can look at that as a good thing. Uh that we haven't all lost our minds, uh, that reasonable people uh, are, are looking, they're taking a look at this and saying, you know, we, we can't have an APD uh, be being functioning like this. And also with uh, Chief Medina throwing out cyber bullying. Okay. All right. If you're a 14 year old girl, you're, you're, you can get cyber bullied. Uh, you're, you're, you're a grown man, uh, grown men and women at APD. I mean, you're the ones that really need to to rise above this. We'll get some of your thoughts on this, and there's more to this story. As uh, uh, John Cardinelli, KOET, uh, sat down uh, with Chief Medina, and I'll have those comments for you next on News Radio KQOB. After the holidays, it's challenging to see bills come in. PM can help with tips to save money on your electric bill. Set your thermostat lower. For every degree lower, you'll save one to two percent, and see results in your next bill. Add weather stripping and caulking around windows and doors. Reducing air leaks saves you money. Hot air rises. Switch your ceiling fan to clockwise so warm air circulates, helping your home feel warmer. Small changes save you money on your bill. Learn more at pnm.com slash tips. Now writes BV Today, News Radio KQOB. Thanks for being with us. You know, the latest edition of the critically acclaimed podcast. Time Travel at Top 40 is available wherever you... Pod, uh, download great podcast on iTunes where most of you get them. You can also get it on our website, newsradiokqb.com. Uh, this week, I sit down with Chris May, and he, along with Richard Carpenter, uh, wrote this book about the Carpenters, uh, the Carpenters' musical legacy. And this week is actually the 40th anniversary of Karen Carpenter's uh, death. So uh, a lot of a lot of new insights uh, into the Carpenters uh, from that book uh, with Chris May, and he tells me about it uh, on this uh, latest pod, Time Traveling Top 40. And we want to thank DSR Cattle for helping us out with this. You know, if you're still buying beef from the grocery store, you're paying about 40% more than you could if you got it directly from the ranch. Learn more at dsrcattle.com. And especially if you want the security of having a food supply on hand in your freezer, 
DSRCattle.com. All right, we're talking about APD here and their questionable social media responses. And Chief Medina, who's out there fighting the fight for Gilbert Gregos, which uh, I don't know why they didn't. You know, why don't you send him in there to do it? Because why do we always have to be right? You could build some goodwill with uh, with people here in the city of Albuquerque. We live and work here. If you said, guess what? I mean, I'm not saying you need to fire this guy. I'm just saying, guess what? This was inappropriate. He wouldn't even admit to that. He would just say, well, it was uh, it was appropriate for the person it was intended to. Well, this wasn't a one-on-one conversation, dude. This was you and everybody else. <laughs> we all saw it. And uh, you don't need to be sticking up for this guy because these things were wrong. And Gilbert Gallegos needs to come out and say, I was wrong on some of these. I lost my temper. It's okay. We all do that. But we're in this no-fault society. And I guess it goes for the leadership of APD, too. We know it goes for the leadership in City Hall. No fault on none of their uh, – the, the, they, they've never made a mistake. Nothing's ever their fault. Same thing goes with the leadership of APD as well. I guess they learn from each other since City Hall's running APD anyway at this point. Uh, here's a little bit more of uh, the sit-down here because Gilbert Gallegos went and sat down with KOAT. Maybe he was told not to, which is, again, another problem, right? Uh, with uh, with Chief Medina uh, talking with John Cardinelli here of KOAT. In August, the city adopted new rules about conduct online. So why did the city recently change its social media policy? That I don't know. Uh, which, so the city of Albuquerque? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That new policy says when replying to posts on city accounts, city employees are supposed to, quote, keep it professional and avoid confrontation. Do you believe these tweets follow that policy? You know, uh, some of them may not, but some of them bluntly point out differences, and uh, I'm okay with that. City Council President Pat Davis is not okay with it, and he's complained to the mayor and the chief. He says nothing has changed. Davis is a former police officer and was a public information officer for the UNM Police Department. We've all said something we didn't mean um, and had a chance to take it back, but this isn't a one-off. This is months of ongoing, 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 in spite of folks in the business community, in spite of folks like me as a city councilor, other folks in the city saying, hey, this isn't representing us well. This isn't how APD should be representing our community policing standards. In July, a 15-year-old boy was killed during a SWAT standoff when this home caught fire. It was ruled a homicide, and the attorney general said the fire was avoidable. People took to social media criticizing APD, calling it a murder. In a response, the public information Twitter account said, didn't know a fire could murder someone. Davis took issue. Part of the DOJ reforms are teaching our police officers how to de-escalate conflict, not how to escalate it when somebody disagrees with them. And whether you're a sworn cop, whether you're a civilian dispatcher or a civilian spokesperson, when you're in police business, people are going to yell at you. And it's your job to de-escalate that. Medina says after speaking with Davis, he told the department spokesman, Gilbert Gallegos, to tone it down. Though at the same time, he's instructed Gallegos to continue to respond to tweets he feels are inaccurate. I gave my word to my officers that I would uh, ensure that I would push back on individuals who put out a bad narrative. All right, uh, that's Chief Medina uh, with the uh, KOAT there.
And the guy had no, he had no, he's the chief of police. He had no idea why they changed their policy about behavior on social media. I mean, from reading some of these tweets, who's the one that's being the cyber bully here? And it looks like it's coming from the, the, the other way, right? Again, no fault. You know, again, uh, we're, we're blameless here. And how about Pat Davis? Good for him. He's a voice of reason in this whole thing. <laughs> He's complained to the mayor about this. It says nothing's changed. Um, and I think the big key here, too, is professionalism. And being professional, being the bigger person. Because, yeah, believe me, there's plenty of trolls on social media that are looking for blood at, uh, at, any, at any point. And especially when you're a institution like the police department in the city of Albuquerque that has a lot of eyes on it right now on both both sides and every side uh, they're getting they're, people are coming after them and I say this I'm talking about the leadership uh, of APD and your rank and file officers too but with the leadership of APD needs to be a bigger person here and either not comment on it or somebody needs to take away Gilbert Gallegos's Twitter password. Have uh, have have somebody else do it. Outsource it like you do uh, many of the other things that, that happen with the city. There's plenty of people here that would that would just that would be in charge of that and just be a cooler uh, head with it uh, when it comes to to social media. But something to keep an eye on, and especially now that it's been highlighted here. And whenever there's going to be, or when there's going to be other incidents that are high profile, and as they mentioned, the one with the very tragic accident with the uh, uh, young man that was was killed in the fire, and then the snarky response from APD public information officer, their account, I didn't know fires could murder people. I mean, regardless, a young boy's dead. Okay, and that that investigation is still out there, too. We haven't got closure on that yet. And really, who's responsible for that or what really happened there? Those questions are still being answered. And then you get the snarky response uh, from APD's uh, public information officer when there's a death of a child that's involved. Yeah, real professional here. And no accountability. I mean... Not only is Gilbert Gallego still on the job, which, again, I'm not calling for him to be fired, but the, no accountability on any front. Not only is, I guess, he hasn't been punished in any way, but he doesn't even have to face the music because uh, Daddy Medina is going to take the hit for him. Daddy Medina is the one that's going to do the interview with KOAT on this and um, let, let Gilbert Gallegos uh, Kind of, kind of run and hide. He doesn't have to face the music. Doesn't have to face the public on this. He can continue to hide behind his uh, his Twitter account. All right, five zero five two four three thirty three thirty three number to get in. Guess the votes. Notes coming up for you. Coming up next. Um, but first, I want to let you know about our friends at Chick Fil A, especially at uh, Chick Fil A Centrally and Eubank. And this month, all February long. They're doing chocolate for champions and for a really good cause because every chocolate chunk cookie and every chocolate fudge brownie purchased, and that includes catering too, 
The proceeds are going to go toward funding Special Olympics in New Mexico, and that's at Chick-fil-A at Central and Eubank. All right, guess of votes notes coming up next here on News Radio KQOB. What a feeling. What an accomplishment this is on your part. What you just went through, going out, dealing with difficult people, arranging, planning, annoying friends, many of whom you're sitting with right now, who for some reason required unnecessarily complicated back and forth communicating about who's going, when do we leave, and how do we get there? What about the tickets? Who's got the tickets? Do you have the tickets? How many times you hear the word tickets today? Don't forget the tickets. You have the tickets? Yeah, I got the tickets. Why are your friends so annoying? The people you have chosen to be with in life. It makes no sense. You'd get rid of all of them in a second. If it wasn't even a bigger pain to find new people, learn about their annoying problems that they never do anything about. Change the names and numbers in your phone. Delete the old contacts. Ah, oh, the hell with it. I'll write it out with these idiots. It's the same meals, holidays, and movies anyway. What's the difference who I'm with? Never. All right, BB Today, News Radio KKOB, Friday afternoon in the big town. Thanks for being with us here on News Radio KKOB. Got this up on the, uh, the email from Jeremy. Instant feedback here. Brandon, remember we found out about the poor the prior chief's tweets coming from his account weren't from him oh yeah remember that uh they were probably coming from a mouthpiece from city hall maybe so but i mean this has got the public information officer's name on it it is the official uh legit apd pio twitter account uh, whether he's the one actually making the tweets or not doesn't matter. Somebody is, and uh, you got to take responsibility for it. Uh, also, I want to say hi to the folks at the uh, Three Seven Seven Brewery. You know, A Marie performs there quite a bit. Uh, I took the family out there Trujillo yesterday to uh, we uh, we went to the uh, the uh, ladies basketball game last night. You've had to do this before, where you go out uh, before the game. You know, we're like the media sponsor. Oh, yeah. So I had to do that today, last night. It was a real long day for old BV yesterday. Yikes. Uh, but I, you know, the, I got quite the pop, though, Trio, you know, when I was announced to the less than capacity crowd. But uh, it was a nice, nice crowd on hand. And I want to thank JJ Buck for, for getting control of the crowd, too. Uh, you know, cool. as he was doing the game, you know, because it was. It was uh, it was kind of mayhem there for a while when everybody noticed it was me walking out there on on the floor of the pit, as you can imagine, Mike. You know, wow, yeah. So they used to boo me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they didn't know who the heck I was. <laughs> no, it was fun. I uh, I brought both of the kids out too, so we we went out there and uh, walked around on the pit floor. That was fun. But beforehand, we went to three seven seven Brewery. Have you been there yet? No, I have not, but um, I have tried some beer that Amory uh, had yeah. at one time, yeah. and it was really, really good. Really good. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they do a great job out there. We just uh, we had dinner there, really good stuff, uh, and it, man, they were humming, real busy. Good to see business uh, humming here in the city of Albuquerque. Nice. Uh, also, yeah, this is Girl Scout cookie season, Mike. And I got this from Ron. 
I love me some of those do stig do's, BV. <laughs> but you mean dosy does? <laughs> Some Ron watch, like Ron all for years. Ron has been trying to um, shoehorn Stig's name into just about everything. But Ron says I quit buying them when a box went up from a dollar to a buck fifty, and and the box was still ten ounces. Now it's six dollars for an eight ounce box. That's like one serving for Ron Johnson. Yeah. I get well. They're now five dollars. It's not six dollars. Girl Scouts five dollars for a Girl Scout uh, cookie, and and believe me, you know, even though Ron Johnson isn't buying any Girl Scout cookies, sell themselves. They they have no problem with it. Uh, there are plenty of people buying the Girl Scout cookies. Also, I got this from Bill on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who they announced the nominees. I mean, the whole thing's a joke, and that's what Bill says. It's become a joke. Everybody that deserved to be in got in by 2000. (laughs) Every couple of years, there's probably an additional act or two that reaches the threshold of being worthy. But inducting five or six every year just because you have to have a class waters the whole thing down. The honor loses all legitimacy when you have the Go-Go's go in next to the Beatles. I couldn't agree with you more. Go-Go's, that was a hard no for me. I mean, they were a ni- it was a nice, it was a fun little band in the early 80s, but now uh, they don't deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I'll tell you this, uh, as far as, so we had Baseball Hall of Fame, was it last week Scott Rowland got in? Yeah, just one guy. Yeah, and Scott Rowland was a fine baseball player, but, you know, do we really need him in the Hall of Fame? Like no. I mean, it took me a minute to remember who he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy, but he's not a dude that just screams Hall of Fame. I think you have to scream Hall of Famer, whether it's rock and roll or baseball or pro football, uh, to, to get in. Also, music news. Got this from Lauren. Highest grossing tour of all time. Too bad he didn't come to Albuquerque. That's right. Elton John's Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour has now been deemed the highest-grossing tour of all time, $817 million so far, and it's still not over. This thing's been going on for like four years now. That's Uh, crazy. Yeah, and in July, he's got more dates uh, coming through July. He's done 278 shows so far. Number two, and this is of all time. Of course, figures are different now. Uh, number two, Ed Sheeran's The Divide Tour, $770 million. U2's 360 Tour was $336 million. All-time. I don't get Ed Sheeran. Tour. I don't get Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I don't either. Boring. I don't know why he's had the staying power that he has. Like, I mean, this is the, the video era. I mean, this guy, he doesn't have matinee, he doesn't have matinee idol looks. <laughs> <laughs> And his voice is okay, but he's not like he's okay. Yeah, I'm not. I don't get maybe yeah. maybe I'm, maybe I'm just not paying enough attention. Maybe not. You're yeah. not giving Ed Sheeran a fair shake. I'm, a, I'm, I'm probably not. <laughs> That's probably All right, just... TJ. It's Friday. What do you got coming up? <sighs> well, you know, we got that damn Chinese uh, balloon, man. Oh, the balloon. Yeah, the balloon. I was telling Trujillo, it's over Kansas City. So my theory is that <laughs> uh, the Eagles are working with the Chinese. Yeah. Wow. And they're trying to steal the plays before the Super Bowl. 
How about that? <laughs> that's possible, man. Yeah. So yeah, we got You're Paul. We got Paul Aiken all over this, by the way. Oh, so, very so good. I, so he 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 researched the whole thing. He knows exactly what's going on. It's starting to get embarrassing for the U.S. if we don't do something about this. Like, I mean, we need to capture it. Well, they, well, they just fly in with, our airspace. Yeah, we'll just fly with Kentucky. They'd shoot it down. Yeah, when it gets low enough, some <laughs> somebody's going <laughs> to blow that thing out of the sky. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, TJ. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.